This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to episode 27 of It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti, and we are the Russian sisters. Heck yeah. Um, You know what our mother did for us? What did she, she do? She made us a paver. She did make us she a paver. She paints pavers. She does. And it's super cute. Yeah, it is. It, it has a little like Anna Matroshka and a little Alexandra Matroshka. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cute. cute. Yeah. Those are nesting dolls. Yes. In English. They are. Yeah. It's super cute. We'll post it. Um, hey, thank you guys for joining us for another episode. Heck yeah. Hope you had a great week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Back to school. It Summer's is, coming to a close. How are y'all doing? It is back to school. And we are thinking about y'all as you are sending off your children to college. That's right. For the first time. Mm-hmm. Or back to college. There seems to be a lot of that happening right now. There, yes, that is true. So we're cheersing you, parents mm-hmm. and yeah, college attenders. Like parents are probably just doing some some good booty dances at home. They're like, woohoo, child is gone. Even if you have other kids at home, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. One of our friends, her son was like, I know you're going to cry. And she's like, no. And he's like, I know you're going to cry. And I walked by and I was like, probably, but not for the reason you're thinking. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Tears of joy. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. Bye. That's funny. Have fun. See you in a, see you in a month or two. Yeah. Come home to do your laundry. Um, yeah. Hey, parents, it'll be okay. You are not alone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That is true. You know who, who also is going back to school? All of us people. Rickaford for his senior he year. He is going back to school. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're very proud of him. Yeah. Uh, he's starting his senior year. Woot. Sounds like he already has a lot going on. Yeah. Um, as we speak, it, his teachers don't listen to this podcast, so it's okay for me to out <laughs> him that he's still working on summer reading right now. Of course. Just, <laughs> just, just starting, starting. Just starting annotating the stories he's supposed to be reading and writing a paper for by Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to happen. And this podcast episode will also be published. <laughs> He's going to make it work. <laughs> In addition Woo. to working his job at Boba, 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 Fett. What? What is it called? Boba. Boba. They have these little caviar like things that go into tea. Aren't they those juicy little things? That squish tapioca. Squish. Is that what it is? Tapioca, They're tapioca balls. Pearls or balls? One of you said I one word. The other tap- said the other word. They're tapioca pearls in the shape of a ball and then you put Those them into your tea get, yeah, yeah i have not yet had this thing oh. um that here's but my, my students said, said about uh, said i need to go i went to a school that was i think 75 or 80 percent asian and boba tea is very popular among mm. certain asian communities mm-hmm. and my roommate my first roommate when i was a freshman was like you have to have this i had no idea what it was I did as a not- freshman in college yeah that was how am I only learning about this now? 
Oh, I don't know. Me neither. I'm so sheltered. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. I mean, do you know of mochi? I mean, mochi was a big thing. I don't even know what that is. I've heard this word, but I have never had that. I don't think. I don't. Is that ice cream either? No. It's like a. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm just gonna say another ball type thing. Yeah. Well. Okay. So anyway, back to boba. Um. So she hands me a thing and she's like, here you go, have your tea. Well, you know, the straws are a little bit bigger so that you can suck up the tapioca. Well, I didn't know any of this. So I go for a big swig and I get like three tapioca balls that hit the back of my throat. I start choking on one of them. Oh, no. Yeah. Mind you, I don't like the taste, nor do I like the consistency of them. No. Yeah. It was not pleasant. Poor thing. Right. If they're... Or other reasons for her to find me as a failure, as a as a roommate. Roommate. Oh, that was a big that. one. Yeah. So, um, while I am super excited for Rickerford and his job, yeah. Um, I if I visit him, we'll we'll choose something different other than the tapioca balls. That's pearls. Right. Sorry, burls. I'm gonna get it. Burls. 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 Um. Pause. Yeah. I think I need to. Well, I need to try for the sake of trying. You um, go for it. Yeah, but um, you know, it's 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 like when you think that you're gonna like caviar because it's like an expensive thing, and you're like, I should try this delicacy. No, and then you try it, and you're like, I don't think I needed to have that ever. No, they squirt and pop in your they mouth. They do pop. It's- if you like the squirty poppy things, then Ugh. go for caviar and boba. No thanks. I'm gonna try it out. Anyway, I think you should. I am a big proponent of trying things. Um, we are excited for you, Rickford, as you embark on your senior year. I'm very proud of you. Um, we're also going back to school. Mm. You know who also made it back to school this week? Bear Bear. Oh. Now, for those of you who don't know, Bear Bear is a ginormous stuffed teddy bear. Yeah. I bought him at the Schmashmo uh, a couple years back, maybe two, three. Yeah. He was in quarantine this whole last year, so he didn't make an appearance at school. But he is a fan favorite. So I finally put him in the car and and brought him to school. You put different t-shirts on him. You do. You know, you dress him up for different occasions. And I think that's fun. Yes. And he's all inclusive because I call him a he. I feel like he's a he, but he often is wearing like skirts. Yeah. And women's clothing because that's what I buy for him. Perhaps he's a they. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're, we're inclusive. I like it. Um, so I'm excited that he is back at school. Sure. Um, and I'm excited for the children that he's back at school. Yeah. But you know what's fun, maybe not so fun, is um, our school had some construction done over the summer. That's right. Um, we were getting like new carpet, new paint job, which I was s- extremely excited about the paint job because I had a bunch of things up on my walls to cover up. A lot of like scratches and yeah. smears and smudges and whatever that Ooh. was on my walls. Yeah. From prior tenants or whatever life. And um, so I was very excited for the makeover my office was getting. But because the construction was still happening um, as recently as the last few days, we were not allowed access into our offices. Um, so for the first two weeks of school, primarily, that I was back, and it's only adults, not the students are coming back this upcoming week. But for the adults, it's like, that's our time to get our offices set up and right. dust it off and, you know, things back in order and hang up whatever new things we got over the summer. And we weren't able to do that. So I kind of scrambled this last Friday in sure. trying to get my office set up. So that was fun. I'm also proud of some of my um, colleagues because um, last week we were mentioning how we had to go to this funeral. And so my colleagues um, stepped in and delivered this training 
that yeah. I was supposed to deliver on trauma. Sure. And they did it. And it sounds like it went amazing. And I'm really That's proud really of them cool. and very grateful for them. Yeah. They picked up the ball and ran with it. How was that for you kind of letting go of that? Because normally okay. you're, <laughs> you're pretty... Um, on top, on top of your, some people would say controlling. <laughs> I don't like that word. I, was, I mean, I don't think controlling is necessarily a bad thing, but, <laughs> but you are very particular, let's say about your trainings and how to present them. So how was that for you kind of letting that go and, and just trusting your colleagues? Yeah. So initially, well, when um, I first found out that I was able to give the training, I was like, woohoo. And it's it's a training that I've had created for a while. And a lot of the knowledge is just in my head. So when people are like, can we have that presentation? I'm like, it doesn't really make sense because a lot of it is just pictures and the information is in my brain. So it... Got to put that in the notes section below. <laughs> right. But I, it's, I, maybe it's also been purposeful because I'm like it's in my brain. And, um, and, and so what I, when the funeral came up, the death came up and the funeral came up and we had to go last minute. I was like, well, shoot. I decided that the priority for me was that my colleagues had the information that the teachers that I work with had the information that became more important to me than me being able to deliver the presentation. So I set aside any kind of controlling, possessive, whatever about my slides. And I sat down with my colleagues who were delivering the presentation and I put all the stuff that was in my head out into the universe. Good for you. And they're also very capable people. Like they have been through trauma trainings before. And so they're, they're not new. So they also are very familiar with the stuff that they were going to be training on. Yeah. Um, they were just using on a created slides. So they said it went very well. Um, uh, we, the three of us, the two who delivered the presentation and I received an email from one of the teachers who was on the receiving end of the information. And it was very complimentary about the training. And so I was just delighted. I'm really glad it went well for them. And I'm glad that the people who were receiving the information found it useful. And it also took a huge load off and pressure. I knew that I could fully be where I was, which was at the funeral at that time Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about this presentation or not have to worry about what was happening back here at all. I think that says something because often you and I talk about just exactly that. Like if, if we're not doing the work, then it won't be done well. But I think being able to surrender that to say the point is that the information is disseminated, yeah. not that it can only be disseminated by you is, mm-hmm. is really good. I think that's Thanks. a good boundary. Thank you. Yeah. It to, you know, to be honest, if I'm fully honest, and some of you listeners may <laughs> be able to identify with this, that's hard. Like when you're like, it here's my hard. baby, and I c- can't be there to deliver my well, baby. So work, someone else has to deliver my baby. Your work is where you shine. And so it's hard when you, I think there's a couple different things that come up. Because one, if someone else can do it, then it kind of challenges your own importance in being I know. Able to Am do I your job. redundant now? <laughs> <laughs> Am I dispensable? everybody Shoot. is dispensable you're right we're all dispensable we just don't all we don't all uh, uh think of it that way right but yeah so i think that, i think that was good that you were able to do that well and it's like i said very grateful it was also very helpful that i um have solid colleagues who i love and adore yeah should they Absolutely. ever listen to this podcast shout out to y'all um very grateful um have you decided at all what your first day of school outfit's gonna be 
Uh, you know, it's it's hard to decide. Um, is it jeans in this t-shirt or <laughs> is it jeans in that t-shirt? And I I'm fully honest. I well, and it's not the district doesn't necessarily frown on jeans, but usually I'm like if I'm supporting preschools and I have to get on the floor, you don't you don't right. want me wearing something no, one that's super nice. You don't you don't want me being a plumber that day. You don't yeah. You don't want that kind of stuff. So I I tend to dress you know, respectfully, but a little bit more comfortable, um, which I even, I had to go to a training. Um, it's it, every year there's like this one main meeting, um, that we all have to go to. And there are different sections of this meeting. You just have to pick which one to go to. And I ended up wearing shorts, but a nice like shorts and some sandals and a nice shirt. But even that I felt awkward, like oh, are these too short, you know, they're not Daisy Dukes or anything like that. But, and I was fine. Cause there were people wearing, um, leggings and like get very cut casual. Off. Yeah, especially at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, what about you? What are you going to wear for your first day? Okay, so my first day was two weeks ago. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm anticipating <laughs> no, when first students day of come students. back. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I, I to back up though first before I get into my outfit, I think it's kind of difficult coming off of the quarantined pandemic year because now we have to start thinking about fashion again. And what well, I, and I what am you, I going to wear? Sometimes leggings are uncomfortable, and so what happens when your leggings and sweats are uncomfortable? How are you supposed to go up from there? We didn't get to talk about that. Oh, on, we didn't. No, but oh, I, by the way, sometimes I feel that leggings are uncomfortable. <laughs> right. So. I think we were gonna we were gonna name that like when your leggings are too uncomfortable you have to resort to sweats. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like when or this shorts. elastic band doesn't work, so you oh now you gosh. need like sweatpants. And I'll be honest, there've been a couple times where I'm like I'm just putting on my robe, and then I'm like that's not even comfortable. I don't even know what's happening to me. And I've never been someone like sensory wise who, who's like yeah. a tactile sensory person, but yeah, sometimes I'm like oh. Now what do I now what do I put on? What do yeah, I wear? Right. We were wearing mullet clothes, like business on the top and party on the bottom. Oh, I've totally done that for some of my jammies for days. Yeah. Right. And now we have to go back to showering, having good hygiene. Mm. I have to smell good. Even though per last episode, I am not an ornament. <laughs> I am not I am an instrument. And also it is important to me, right, that I be um like my Right, I have to be prepared for the uniform. I have to have the I right tool for the job. It's hard with that. And if y'all haven't listened, like we were talking about body image. So definitely check that out um, in our last episode. But I think, you know, one of the things that comes up is I even, I heard something a while ago and I know this is not our goal for today. So I'm going a little bit on a tangent, but I heard someone, right? Some, some people want to raise their children um, as non-binary, which is totally fine. Um, or non-gender specific, which is again, totally fine. However, what I heard someone say once is that, that women only wear skirts because they're forced to or told to, or they don't know how to think for themselves. And I was kind of struck by this because I, <laughs> I was like, well, sometimes I like to wear skirts, but why does that make it that I can't think for myself if I'm wearing a skirt yeah, that rude. was created by me, like it was just like, a very that's interesting taking the pendulum and swinging it all the way the other way. Like I very much, thank you very much. I very well can think for myself, and I also like wearing skirts. Well, and I think the point which I with get shorts is on to, underneath. I like right. the athletic yeah. shirt, the athletic skirts anymore think, with the shorts on. I think it's helpful to say instead of saying that if you like a certain type of clothes, that that somehow like all you're doing is still pigeonholing someone into you an sheep, area. You brainwashed right? sheep, you right. 
So all you're doing, <laughs> you're doing the exact same thing that you're technically trying to fight against by claiming that people who wear certain things must think a certain way. But I do agree that I think the goal is to help people start to think critically and make decisions for themselves and to really yeah. be centered on what they want. There, I will admit there are sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to wear a skirt. And sometimes I do. And to just go off of that versus yes, being influenced. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Maybe so- this is going to sound very, very silly. And perhaps in some ways, I just don't care. But when I lived on the East Coast and had my first job out of college, my first professional job, and I was having to wear suits and like dress up all the time and wear the fancy shoes, which aren't comfortable to wear walking to work and on the subway. So I was that person wearing my sneakers <laughs> in transit and then we put my heels on at right. the office, right? So popular. It happens all the time. Um, but when I moved out here to Colorado, one of the things I was very excited about and still am is that we are a little bit more casual out here. Yes. And I do not, I, I was like, I do not want to have a job where I have to wear a suit every day. And maybe this is a sensory or tactile thing. I don't even know because I don't, they're not comfortable for me. The button down shirts, I can't stand. I have never you loved have being in a suit. You have very nice blouses though, but I get I that. I do, like but I'm very particular suit, yeah. and I don't wear them often. Yeah. I'm like a cotton girl all around. I really yeah. am. And I use the word blouses. You do. Do people say that anymore? Blouses and trousers. <laughs> Oh my gosh, do people even use slacks? You know, I made a joke with her mom at the funeral because it was so hot that I was like, hey, did you skip the pantyhose this time? And she looked at me because that was also like a very traditional thing. thing. Like I worked, well, I even worked at a hotel where I was running. I mean, now people count steps, but at the time I could easily do going up and down eight floors. I could easily do five to six miles a day going up and down steps. But um, as ladies, we were required to wear these um, skirt suits with pantyhose and heels. And we had to fight for the company to let us wear flats pantyhose were still not an option and by the way this was florida and the same kind of humidity humidity was awful summer even when i transitioned to being in management and had to wear suits like Mm -hmm. more i did kind of more not full suits but like um you know would wear the suit jacket or whatever um i got called out once by hr because i didn't have like the um the knee highs i didn't have my pantyhose knee highs on Silly. Now right. that stuff is silly. Right. That's the archaic antiquated stuff where I was like, that's ridiculous. And because having my performance is not based off of me wearing no. knee high pantyhose. Yeah. I can't on. even have them in my drawer anymore. Like the sight of them just makes me Blech. cringe. Um, and having flown so much recently, I feel like it's nice to see that the flight attendant gear has switched a little bit and oh. they used to be required to wear females, skirts, pantyhose, yeah. little baby heels or whatever. And that's just insane. So hopefully that's getting changed up to yeah <laughs> you want to be comfortable too as you're serving people and having to duct tape them to well seats and it's stuff. not like these companies take care of you when you have like orthopedic issues that come up in the future yeah they just say hey you're fired because you can't do your job anymore anyway that was quite a bit of a tangent anyway to come back full circle yeah. i'm not really sure what i'm gonna wear <laughs> for school with students i thought about it i might I wear mean, a skirt to I be might. fair, I don't actually go to a school on the first day of school. Like there's no point in me working with kids on that first day because they're just getting reacclimated. So I usually skip the first week, which gives me some extra time to get myself organized because there's quite a bit that I have to do. So shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> well, and again, it's I hope there's a little bit of grace this year because we're coming out of the pandemic where we were wearing leggings and I mean, I have seen some interesting pantyhose. Outfits. We weren't wearing pantyhose and leggings. No. Pajamas. <laughs> that's the that's the P word pantyhose. I don't and know leggings. about you. I, I mean, wasn't. Maybe you're, no. Yeah. No, I can't even come up with something fun that you would do with pantyhose. 
No. Yeah. Oh boy. I think people yeah, were making masks out of them. It just made me think of, of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I want to tell you about a show that I just watched. Oh, okay. Um, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Wait. Can before you oh. start that, can we start our theme and then continue? Oh, do you want to do that so yeah. that we're not just chugging at the end? Yeah. Okay. So, um, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that uh, it was like International Beer Day, and so we were like, "Hey, how great would it be if we did a beer tasting?" So yeah. my sister um sent me to the liquor store. Yeah. Well, we, I'm really good at delegating. Well, you did a great job. I texted. I was like, hey, by the way, we're doing the beer tasting thing. And she was like, OK, while you're doing this, I can go to the store. And I was like, OK, cool. And then later she was like, I'm going to this store so you can go pick up the beer. And I was yeah. like, OK, now the thing you all need to know about me and beer is I stay on the lighter side of the coin when it comes to beers. I well, would do the fruits, and that's the what sours. when you send Anna out to get beer. <laughs> yes. So porters. No, like I, I, I don't porters. do. OK, so I. I was going graham to get like a graham porter. cracker porter oh, that is a good one. or something like that. But we've already had that. But I don't like coffee um, at all. I don't like the flavor so of coffee at all. Not, yeah. No stouts. N- nothing that's darker than like uh, brown ale. Okay. Oh, cause, so you probably do like the maple nut from Tommy Knocker or something like that. If even that. Oh, Sometimes okay. I think that's like too much for me. Oh. Depending right. on the, on the, yeah. on the taste. Have, I also yeah. don't like super, Which super kind of hoppy. Which me up because I, I wonder what would happen if I went to the store and like had to pick out beer. Because <laughs> I'd be like, this looks good. This looks good. Uh-huh. And we would have had two completely different tastings. happening. <laughs> but she sent me. So I we. <laughs> so um, I had, anyway. I had to go to Costco and get milk for buddies. So. <laughs> In honor of um there it is i was looking for the first can in honor of international beer day we decided to make a month of it and so we (laughs) we also she's like pick up like three that'll probably be Mm. enough and i'm like yeah because then we'll have full cans but the thing is at this grocery store that's one of my favorites tipsies if they want to sponsor us you're more than welcome (laughs) um when i went there and i was like where are all the single can that they have right single can things and it's like create your own six pack and so i was like oh i might as well just do a six pack even though we're like doing tasting guys so we'll probably have like two sips of each beer and then what i don't know i can't Well, then we pick a beer and then we'll figure out the rest and then i have to go run errands after this right um but anyway so we i I was i was i'm happy to say to report (laughs) that most of the beers are colorado homegrown except for one yeah Uh, one is from kansas city yeah so shout shout out to our kansas city friends to the coolest yeah um And Kara, who is in Kansas City also, because I know she listens to our podcast. So shout out to you, Kara, and the Coolises, um, for our Kansas City beer. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, so what's the first one? Do you, and then well, I want to get to this show. I also have to... Oh, Not yeah. this show, but the show you No, watching. the show I want to tell you about. Yeah. I also have to tell you that I had to Google um, how to order beers. That is true. Now, because a couple of them, I was like, I can tell you this order. But then a couple, I said, no, I don't know. Just just use the Google. So we have no idea if this is fully accurate, but we're no, just going to go with gonna it. No, but we're going to roll with it. Yeah. Because like when I order a flight, when I go out and order a flight, someone else decides the order for me. I don't have to think about it. And then they're like, I mean, I think this it's is like, the order. And then drink it in that order. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's usually a to light Google to dark it. kind of thing. Yeah. Depending well, on... Yeah. Anyway, the article I read said to start um, with a blonde. So I got a honey blonde. Yeah. Um, it has a cute little doggy on the front um, because it's from Riff Raff Brewing Company from Bogosa Springs, Colorado. Ooh. It's called Man Man's Best Friend Honey Blonde. 
Yeah, let's try it. Man's best friend, honey blonde. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take uh, a sippy sip. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go first. Oh, you want? Okay. Well, you, I was are you going to talk I mean, while I take a sip? Well, it's kind of weird if you're like, hey, let's both take a sip and it gets awkwardly quiet. And then. Can you please note that I got something with honey in it? Because I generally don't like honey either, but it's a oh. honey blonde. Okay. I don't, yeah, are you I proud don't, of me for that? I, I didn't I get a stout because so. I don't like coffee. Oh, to come back to that point, I feel like all the dark beers taste like coffee. I don't like that. Yeah. So clearly we would have a different tasting if I had gone to the store. But as I said, I had to get Buddy some milk. So Anna's doing the honey. I like that a lot. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take a sip, but let's hear about the show you're watching. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was, I really like watching documentaries and I was sifting through Netflix and their documentaries and I have, <laughs> Alexandra does not like the honey blonde so much. Just not, my, just not my favorite. So we'll go ahead and give that um, to Anna. That's, that's pretty tasty. I like it. Um, so I was sifting through the documentaries and I stumbled upon this one called Misha and the Wolves. And apparently it's very recent. It's a 2021 hmm. film and it is, um, it's this woman who has a publishing company who heard this woman talk about her experience um, surviving the Holocaust. And um, this woman apparently, um, like, her parents were, were, she didn't know what happened to her parents. And so she went in search of them through the woods and ended up, like, being cared for by wolves and oh, wow. became part of this pack. And, and so when the publisher heard this woman speak, she's like, oh, my gosh, we have to make a book out of this. And so then, um, the woman, like, they wrote a book and then Disney, like, then they wanted to make a movie. And so then Disney was interested. They were going to be on Oprah, all sorts of things. Oh, that's really cool. You guys have to watch this documentary. Um, For a second, I thought you were going to say, and then at the end, it was a It's total, a scam. I was going to say, I wonder it's if a, the It's end all a scam. That's all I'll say. You ha And they say that in the preview. Like, when, when you watch, you know, the intro to the show before you pick, the, yeah. you, before you click on it that you want to watch it. Um, oh, I my just, gosh. It makes me sad that people resort to this. And here's why. I am like that naive person who is like, oh, humanity, and this is you know, everyone in general wants to be good. And the answer, the truth to that is no, because I heard something else recently. It was the, earlier this week on the radio where this like, I, and I don't even know the whole story y'all, but it was basically like this mom getting on there saying that she didn't have enough money to care for her kids. And it was this whole big thing and she didn't know what she was going to do. And they go through and she gets thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to help her. And then it turned out like the kids weren't even hers. It was the nanny who went on and had been, it, it was like this whole mm -hmm. thing with CNN. And you guys probably know the story better than I do, but I just, it just made me sad that, that people have to resort to these scams in order to get a leg up because, you know, Anna and I have talked about like the idea of purpose and what we're here for. And I want to be like, is that your legacy? Like you want right. to have the scam? Like you want to, you want to cheat people, um, out of money or what, you know, it's just, I don't know. I get, I can get on my soapbox about that because then I just get kind of sad and I get too attached to, humanity and I want to be like come on y'all like imagine if all of us like could just take 20 minutes to to like meditate or put out good vibes for other people imagine like what a greater world this would be anywho okay on to the next beer I just love what you had to say about that our next beer and I'm gonna come <laughs> back to Masha uh, Masha Misha and the wolves because it's not Masha it's Masha and the bear Misha and the wolves <laughs> we just like get our people Misha and the, and the wolves on Netflix um <laughs> our next one is a pale ale so it's sticks pale ale from bootstrap brewing company out of Niwot, Colorado cool 
Yeah. All right. I'm going to go first this time. Made with Rocky Mountain Glacier water. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Go Niwot. If you don't know where Niwot is, it's um, north of Boulder. It's like in between Boulder and Longmont. It is. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. yeah, it's a pale ale. We have some friends who, who live up in Niwot. It's a, it's a pale ale. Hoppy. Is it hoppy? I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, Sean's favorite beer is the IPA. Mm-hmm. Like any, I, well, not any IPA. He had like a whole system on how he rated his IPAs, but that was always his thing. And I've just always been more of a darker beer kind of person. That are the fruity or sours or anything like that. So, um, so it's good. It's hoppy, and um, that one is also honest. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I I think I prefer the honey blonde to the pale ale. But I will say that um, you know, when you're in certain moods or like I'm doing yard work today and I've been hot, and then I I feel like it would be refreshing if I'm in a certain mood. I'd be so like, I'll do that. I with want like the pale wheat ale. beers, like the Mac and Jacks. Mm-hmm. So in Washington, there's a brewery called Mac and Jacks, and when I was in college. Um, not underage. Wink, wink. Uh, one of my favorite beers was the Mac and Jack's African Amber. And so when Ooh. we were up in Seattle, I was able to get some because they don't distribute nationally, uh, or at least not in Colorado. So I was able to bring some back. Or Anna brought even it back. Look for me. at Tipsies to see if they had any there. I've never been able to find it anywhere. It usually takes you right back to Seattle. We do um, have friends who own liquor stores, like, and they could probably get it for you. That's um. I use, like that's the one if I'm doing yard work or something and I'm like, I'd like a refreshing beer. I'll go for more of a wheat than an IPA. Yeah, I definitely have to be in the mood for that one. Yeah. I was going to say something about Misha and the Wolves. Hmm. Um, but I think, you know what? I think I'll probably just leave it there for you because I think yeah, it was I'm just... kind of interested. Oh, I was that's just, what I was going to oh, say. Yeah, go yeah ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. Is that there is something... I mean, maybe this is partly why I do what I do for a living and, you know, just study psychology or learn about the brain and learn about what makes people tick and why they do the things that they do. I've always been fascinated by that. And I think I'm just fascinated by this story because I truly believe that this woman believes that what happened to her with the story that she told herself, she believed, like, I feel like she believes it's real. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately she chose to exploit that. And then unfortunately represent a group of people she had no, business yeah. representing or making money off of it's taking money from people yeah. who uh, yeah it's just that part got to the ugly side of humanity um but i find things like that very interesting so i'm always looking for stories like that just to learn about human behavior and oh, i'm, I'm always you. drawn to, <laughs> i know I'm you like, say oh. like why are you watching that i'm like oh my that's so interesting i'm talking people to the person who like she's like i'm going to bed i'm gonna put on some episodes of dateline and i'm like oh how can you watch that right before you go to bed that's so i'm like snoozing in three minutes you guys <laughs> honest to god i'm like <laughs> oh i'm lester like, hole comes on and i'm racing, like good night like, are we secure is everything okay yeah can't do that yeah at least you found something. I was just telling Anna earlier today that I 
watched this movie on the plane back from New York and I was like, oh, this is, it's okay. Like, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but I really like Emily Blunt. And I'm like, oh, this movie looks so cool. And turns out the movie's from 2014. And I was like, I'm a little behind the times. And then there was a, a show I liked on Netflix called Travelers. And I was like, Travelers is really good. You should check it out. Oh, by the way, it was from 2016. So <laughs> I'm a little behind the times on getting up to date with that. But I am switching boxes for a second because I was talking about what kind of beer I like to drink when I do yard work. And right now I'm trying to actually change the layout of my yard. And one of the things that recently happened, so the people who owned my house before I did, I don't know, we used to have, so when Sean and I moved in, there was um, a peach tree, a pear tree, an apple tree, a grapevine. We had these huge juniper bushes and we had like some crazy fruit flies in the house. Couldn't figure out what was going on. And then it turned out it was from the fruit trees. Which is so sad because those would be so awesome to have like your own food. Oh, we had like squirrels and birds. I mean, yeah. it just wasn't. It, yeah. yeah. So we, we ha- had like ripped out everything. Like the whole yard is pretty much bare. And we had this whole plan for what we wanted to do to change it. And then, and then he passed. And I was like, oh, God, like half of our yard is ripped up now. What are we going to do? But anyway, so one of the things that we found, so we had this grapevine, and um, I'm going to pause about the grapevine for a second so you can share what, what our next, what's what's our next beer. Oh, while you were talking, I was tasting the next one. Yeah, no, but yeah, what is it for our... All right, it's a Kolsch, and I'm thinking maybe we should have done the Kolsch first, or maybe after the Honey Blonde, just as far as tastes go, because the pale ale was so happy. Um, but this is a Kolsch from Prost Brewing Company out of Fort Collins. Prost. Prost. Um, it's German. Prost. Um, anyway, what's German? Prost is how you say like cheers in Czech. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a German. I know it's a German beer, isn't also a German brewery? Like German brewed and canned by Prost Brewing. Prost. 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 <laughs> Prost Brewing in Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm reading the can. I mean, it is lighter. Kolsch is lighter. Um, I ca- I can never remember which yeah which order so. I agree. It probably could have gone before the pale ale, but yeah. it's light. This it's is definitely a, a, it's a hot summer day yeah. kind of beer. Yeah. So anyway, cherry trees. No fruit flies. Grapevine. Grapevines. Yeah. So we had a grapevine in our yard and I went to go uh, trim it back a little bit before we ripped it out and found that there was a metal bed frame what? that they had used instead of a trellis. They used a metal oh. bed frame and it had the wheels on it. Sure. Um, and I was still partially put together. Way to recycle. They used another part of that bed frame to put up their international um, dish that I finally had removed. More repurposing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. Well, then we start kind of going through and ripping up our yard and find that there were full bags of manure. And I don't know if I've shared the story already, but I know I haven't shared the whole story. Um, so they're, they basically buried, you know, like you want to put like manure down, the fertilizer down sometimes to help stuff grow. Well, yes. instead of opening the bags and actually pouring out the manure, they just buried the bags of manure in the plastic. So interesting. I didn't know how extensive this was until I had to have the juniper bushes, like the um, roots w- right. ripped up. And yeah. then plastic was all over my yard from Weird. the guy. Yeah. And not like the weed barrier. Nope. This is not weed barrier. This is yeah. like white plastic from the bags. Like I'm pulling out bags. So then fast forward. So now I'm in the process of like trying to redesign the backyard mm-hmm. and I have to dig up some stuff 
And I've already found a couple of things. So they would go get flowers and they, instead of taking the flowers out of the plastic container that they come in at the store, they would just bury the whole thing. So I've been pulling out the plastic containers because, you know, plastic is not biodegradable. See, this is to my earlier point. Human behavior is fascinating. Are you not like, what drove you to the decision to do that? (laughs) Another thing they did, which I can't tell. So I'm guessing that the design of the backyard was much different because they buried metal edging throughout the back of the yard. So there's all this dangerous. So initially Sean cut some of it because I had ripped some of it up because it had gone to like down the side of the house and we couldn't figure out where all it went because there were pavers and the pavers were on top of it. So he ended up cutting it. So now it like is buried underneath and I found another piece that I'm trying to like just get that one piece out. Um, Well, I found an area of my yard. I don't even know how to say this. They buried trash. 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 You had your own little landfill out there. Yep. Yep. Plastic bags, McDonald's cards, pill bottles. No way. uh, More manure bags. Yep. All in one area. And I don't know how extensive, like I have a raised portion of my yard and I don't know how extensive the trash is. Like I almost don't want to rip up anything more because I don't want to, I kind of don't want to know, but yeah. So like a whole area of buried trash. And you know what's interesting? You don't know how long that's been there. Like, was did that belong to the previous owners or the owners before the previous owners? Because this house isn't that old. It hasn't had that so many owners. there are owners, only but, two owners that I know right. before us. It's like, who mm. put that there? And why, for the love of God, yeah. did you create I mean, your I, I took a picture of the pile. It was like a pretty decent pile of trash. Yeah. Well, gross. But I, I mean, and I'm not excited that you have to be the one to dig it all up, but at least you're getting that stuff to the place it needs to go to because it's not going to biodegrade. No, no, none of this is. I mean, there there are still like bags of manure that are all along the back fence and I'm going to cover that area up. But part of me is like, do I just dig it all up and try and get up all the manure? Or do I just leave? like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, environmentally, I'm like, no, I want to. But then I go, I'm a single mom trying to right. do this. It's just like one more thing. A half hour at a time. So to dig up the whole thing in order to find all the trash and stuff seems like a little overwhelming. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. But I was like, oh, yeah, on my hot summer days when I'm working in the yard and I'm drinking my beer, I'm pulling out trash. I'm channeling Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> Isn't this all a bit much? Right. <laughs> It just seems like a bit much. Um, to your credit, this can, the Prost Brewing Company, says drink like a German. So maybe uh, that's where you got it. Well, You're like, this thinking, German. Isn't it like Prost. 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 Cheers and check. Um, drink like a German. So that was the Kolsch. Are I you moving so. on? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get to this next one. Um, this next one. <laughs> oh, also not Coloradan. Sorry. Oh, it isn't. No, it's Alaskan, which when you go to Alaska, you got to drink the Alaskan beer. So when I went to Alaska, I was drinking the Alaskan beer. I actually, right, we have so many microbreweries here. And one time I was in one of my favorite ones and this guy sits down. Now, mind you, it's a microbrewery and they did have their kitchen open and the guy sits down. He's like, yeah, I'd like a Coors Light, please. And the the brew tender was like, yeah, man, uh, we don't have that. Like we brew our own beers. So this is what we have on tap. And he's like, yeah, man, I just really want a Coors Light. And he's like, uh, yeah, man, I totally get it. You're in Colorado, like Coors is our, but, um, but we specifically brew our own beer and this is what we have. And the guy flipped out. He was like, how is it I can come out in Colorado and you don't have Coors? And I was like, yeah, but you, you walked into a brewery. 
Yeah. (laughs) You can go get your Coors. They have a huge distribution center in Golden, (laughs) Colorado. You can take a tour and get free beer. Yeah. That's right. That's a thing. So go do that. Yeah. People are weird, which is why I love them. (laughs) Um, So this is Alaska. And I actually got it because the the can is really cool. And it's a limited release uh, flavor. Um, And so it's a strawberry haze IPA. Mm. Um, an India pale ale brewed with strawberries, it says limited release. Now, Alaskan beers, right? The brand, um, is brewed by Alaskan brewery in, at uh, brewing in Juneau. <laughs> Thank you. Alaska. Alaska. So here, pour yourself some. Oh, Let me okay. know what you think. Strawberry haze. Yeah. Brewed with strawberries. I do like the fruity beers too. I'm not going to lie. So I hear different things about fruity beers. So years ago, years and years and years ago. You got big head on that one. I did. Um, I did not pour correctly. Years ago, I dated a guy who worked at a brewery and he said that fruity beers were the worst thing ever and that usually it was a batch gone bad. And so to not lose uh, the money of the batch, they would add fruit to it. But then I think more recently, because so many people are consuming more fruity beers, um, there are some breweries that are intentionally adding some fruit. So I don't know which way Wait, to go. Is that for real? That like fruity beers came out of bad batches? That's what I've heard. Someone fact check that. I mean, we can't well, do it right I now mean, because we're in mid-production. The, I think it's like, you know, it depends on the brewery. Because like I said, I think that like Cricket's Dave did sours and some of those sours are fruity. So I don't think they're like, oh, we're going to do a regular sour. And then I think they intentionally designed it to be fruity. But I think maybe some other brewers mm. are like, oh, I don't oh, know what to do. Mistake. All right. Add some fruit. Put some blueberries in there. But I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't know much about the so, process. I Yeah. Talk about beer tasting. I was kind of disappointed. I was in... um Estes Park recently with Jackie's sister-in-law and the nieces and we went horseback riding and then we walked around town a little bit did some shopping and then we stopped at this place the girls were really hot so we got them some snacks and then Jackie and I sat down and had a beer and I was like "Ooh, they have this one like blueberry whatever and usually I get excited about the fruity beers and I think it was brewed in Estes or maybe Fort Collins somewhere I don't I don't remember oh no it was Estes Park Brewing because they we went there to the brewery later for dinner um, but I was really excited about this blueberry thing. And then I took a sip of it and it was like, it wasn't even, okay. So I, I feel like food with, um, infused with lavender is kind of gross. That's just me personally. It tastes like soap. I don't like it. Um, and so this was even worse than that. Like it didn't even, it didn't have a lot of flavor to it. There was no like hint of blueberry whatsoever. And I was like, maybe this is just a bad batch, but it, sucked it oh, wasn't my favorite i'm sorry but i digress did you try the strawberry haze i did um i'll be honest i didn't taste a whole lot of strawberry see okay to my point but, like but if you're you gonna do fruit what you fruit infused i mean i and i'm super sensitive to ipas because of the hops like i smell it first it's the first thing i taste because i normally don't drink them but you might taste it a little bit more nope no interesting i just taste like beer and i've been I, rinsing I mean, it in between like an ipa yeah yeah does not, yeah, I don't taste the fruit in it at all. I mean, it's not a bad beer. No, another refreshing hot summer beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Timely. <laughs> Glad we picked it. I mean, people would appreciate the beer and, oh, it's limited release Alaskan, must try. Yeah. And then you'd get it and you'd be like, no, not really strawberry-ish. Yeah. Not really feeling it. Oh, I've got a lot of beer to drink today. Um, I'm going to have to come back after errands to do that. <laughs> 
All right. So then our last two, it's talking about fruity, get really, really fruity. Um, and I picked this one. Um, and this is our Kansas City, Missouri um, beer, ale, if you will, um, for our folks in Missouri. Um, so it's Boulevard Brewing Company. It's called Tiki Slam. And I was like, ooh, this is kind is of Is this the one that we heard about? Because I know that there was a, a brewery that we heard about. Didn't they bring beer to us? I feel like last year around this time when we did our 14er, they brought our friends from Kansas City brought us some beer, but I don't, I don't know. You we're going to skip that story. My and memory, we're just going to move on. My memory is bad and not long. Um, so someone will have to fact check that too. It's possible. It's well, it's possible. not like any of our listeners can Google it. that's true hey get back to me about that um tiki slam it's an ale so it's another ale with guava pineapple orange and other natural flavors don't you love that when they're like other natural flavors like what like just put it out there you mentioned three what are the other natural flavors so it's called tart island ale tiki slam Hmm. all right from kansas city yeah, I wouldn't. Your your glass still has beer in it. Yeah, no, I'm just reading the can. Oh, okay. You can pour me some though. Oh, you haven't had some yet. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh boy. Oh, oh big head there too. <laughs> Sorry. Can you tell we're four beers in? <laughs> it's just like two sips from each one. <laughs> this is why, you guys. This is why we probably don't do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> I know because... we had to cut back on the alcohol consumption because things were getting a little crazy. That was a terrible pour right yeah. there. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so I heard this song recently. It's a new Maroon 5 song. Have oh, you heard okay. it? It's called Lost. Mm, I mean, I don't it's think It's catchy. So. Listen okay. for it. It's out All there. Right. It's being played on I the various stations. I thought you were going to talk about the Imagine Dragons song. Oh, I, okay. I haven't listened to it yet. Well, I... Okay. So <laughs> Imagine Dragons has a new song called Wrecked. And um, I watched the video. And, um, well, first I heard the song and I was like, what is this song? I was like weeping. Oh, apparently this is a little tart. It is called Tart it's Island. Okay. It's okay. And it wasn't bitter beer face that just happened, but it was like. I mean, I like tart. I like I like fruity beers, but this is like fruit on crack. I wish like, we were videoing even. this one because that was comical. You guys, I mean, I like, think oh out boy. of all of them, I would tolerate that one the most. But woo, holy majoli. Anyway, it made, it made so her um, imagine dragons wrecked in Maroon Five, um, lost, lost. Yeah, just two songs that I've heard lately that I've, yeah. I've been like, oh, those are kind of cool. And I'm a person when I listen to songs, I like songs um, for beats, for the rhythm. Um, <laughs> to take the rhythm is going to oh get gosh. you. Well, I was, uh, you know, my initial thing, I was like, I don't think I've, I was thinking for the of melody? the food. I was thinking of the food. food and I was what? like, I, beats. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know any songs. I like no, borscht <laughs> also. It takes me a minute. Um, my mom makes really slow. good borscht. She does, but I don't know any songs, you know, unless it's like <laughs> polka songs. <laughs> and I, I did tell that's hilarious. I had to tell you that I'm um, like that mms, mms, mms growing speech. up. That's when, what she means. <laughs> growing up when our um, we would have like Russian dinners or I don't I don't know like traditional dinners or whatever. I would never have the borscht because I'm like no, it's purple and looks disgusting. Like I won't ever eat that mm. until I went to Russia and then it was well. Like, that's rude. all you eat. <laughs> it was rude to not yes. eat what you're served. 
And I was like, well, I guess I'll try it. Like the mushrooms and onions. I can't really do mushrooms and onions. But at one one home where I was in Moscow, they just kept... And I didn't realize, right? Like here you eat and like a clean plate is is respectful. Well, a clean plate there is means that... Is not only is it respectful, but it means that you love it so much that you need more. So if you want to stop eating, you have to leave some food on the plate. And right. I was like trying to just get through these mushrooms and onions because I didn't like it. And it just told the hostess that I loved it. So she kept putting it on my plate. And then finally I stopped eating it. And then she realized I was done. But um, yeah, so like you got to have borscht. Yeah. yeah. Beats. I wasn't talking about those kind of beats, but like melody yeah. of a song. So I like, I listen for that. And then I also uh, listen for lyrics, right? It could have a good melody and then yeah. I'm like, oh, I could care less, uh, couldn't care less about the lyrics. But the Imagine Dragon song. We'll put all this both. down below too, like links to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm listing out all the beers that we're tasting today. So we'll post yeah. those too. So you can be like, oh, we want to try that. Fan favorites. And again, it's not that I don't like any of these breweries. I just have a different palate. Well, and I don't drink a lot of beer anymore. And this Tiki Slam Tart Island Ale. There's it's so many bad. words on the thing. I'm not sure which is the label, like which is the name of the beer. Um, but at the top, it's like tart, tropical, twist. I like alliteration. So that's fun for me. You do. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, you know, after all these other beers. I don't think it's that tart. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I like this a lot. I feel like that this takes me to island living right here. I'd be like ordering this up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh-huh. Anna and I recently talked about this. How That's so weird. You can have different perceptions on things. And we were talking more socially about like perceptions of people and and things like that, or how two people can see the same the same thing happen and have two different recalls of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know how you see purples and I see reds and I see reds and you see purples or I see something that's blue and Anna always says it's green. And so now we have the same. We are drinking the exact same that beer and having funny, very different right response to it. I'm like, oh, no, that is I mean, I like delicious. it, but every time I'm like, <laughs> I can't see every time. I feel like Kara Walker would really like this one because <laughs> yeah. of the pineapple in it. Well, it's got guava. I mean, it's got a lot. Of, I'm, I'm like maybe more. I'm more of like a, a one fruit, like the apricot blonde or, the, whatever sour, mm. like the one fruit, like the cherry sour, where it's just one fruit, not five. Also, another thing to note is I didn't pick beers that I had already tried. So I love dry dock apricot, but I wasn't going to pick that up. Um, they had sipping pretty. Oh, um, like fruited one. sour from Odell Brewing. They, they had a bunch of just one-offs, but I was like, nope, we're going to go for ones I haven't tried yet. So that's what I did. Well, I thought that was the point. Well, of course that's the oh, point, okay. but just I did, checking. you know, I mean, we could have been like, we're doing a tasting with all the beers that we love. Oh, I'll do that share, too. Share with you. But we'll do that another time. Yeah. Next beer tasting. Yeah. Anyway, Tiki Slam. We'll have to do something for well, here, October. You, you know, pour October. yourself this last one. Yeah. I like it. It has an owl on it. It's only one fruit. Oh, okay. Oh, passion fruit. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's passion fruit sour. In case y'all, it's from Sinitas Brewing Company. Yeah, I think that's Boulder. Uh, yes. Yep, Frontier Ave, Boulder, you know, Colorado. Like Mount Sinitas. Uh, have you ever climbed that? I have not climbed. Well, you that. don't really you? climb it. You like hike it. Yeah, I have. It's really pretty. Very pretty. That you have to do not bouldering because people who boulder would be like, you don't really boulder, but it's it's not even really scrambling. But you do have like. 
hands-on boulders. Oh, okay. Walking up bits of it. Crawling. Well, sort of. (laughs) It's kind of like when we were on the incline, I'm like, you have to crawl up some stairs. It was kind of like that, Mm. except on big rocks to get stay on the path and get to the top. Well, I'm not sure Alexandra liked this one either, (laughs) but that's, you know, we do a tasting and we do a tasting knowing that we may not like all the beers and we just like to share our opinions. just another way of showing that while Anna and I do get along and we do this podcast, we do not share everything as being similar. Well, it could be hard for me going from the tart to the sour. Can I remind you that um, she sent me to the beer store? I I was like, all right. I did. (laughs) Um, I just had I, to clean up poop, people. I am now making a point of, <laughs> yeah, she she's referencing a story she told off air where she had to plunge a toilet mm-hmm. of child children's poop, and it and was not my child's poop. And then we I went to out. the liquor store, and then I sent her to the liquor store. So this is just a good lesson for me, though. Um, next time, not to send on, or to at least go with her. <laughs> So that it's a mutual. She could have come with me. I could have, but it, I had to go get buddy milk. She, al- <laughs> mm-hmm. she also could have helped me order them. <laughs> As in, put um, them in order. That is true. I also sent her to the Google for that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm good at delegating. Very good at delegating. And so this is the, this, um, the off-air the sour and grimaces. The like I'm not, I think it's a passion fruit. I'm not a big passion fruit fan. I don't know if I am a passion fruit well, fan. Well, you're about to find out. Oh, I suppose I am. Yeah. All right. Um, so <laughs> while I'm finishing up the passion fruit sour, <laughs> let's just let's just move on to the STW joke of the day. Now, uh, a while ago from our trip we took this summer, I told you that I found um actually one of the nieces pulled from their kitty menu a bunch of seafood jokes. So we're going to continue with those because I lost them for a while, but I found them now. And so I'm going to deliver the STW joke of the day. Let's do it. Okay. This is timely. Um, well themed. To go with the caviar. And back to s- school. Oh, back to school. Okay. Which should help you yes. with the answer. I think it's school of fish. Why are fish so well educated? Because they travel in schools. Because they swim in schools. Oh. Well done. Hey, out of 27, 27 episodes... <laughs> That's six beers, guys. 27 episodes. I think that's the first joke that you uh, responded to. Well, you gave me a pretty large hint. Well, I wouldn't have gotten it if you didn't give me that hint. Cheers. Um, So now you can try the, what is that, passion fruit sour while I do, this is a pretty long affirmator. Oh, that is not my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Could be the passion fruit. I like sours, but not this one. Yeah. There's something about the passion fruit. Yeah, exactly. Engagement. Today, I make the conscious choice to engage with the world in an active way, obviously by drinking beer. I'll take a new route and talk to strangers. Rarely do I do that. I will smell flowers and pet dogs. I do do that. And maybe walk. You said doo-doo. I did say doo-doo to go along with your poop. Uh, and maybe walk around barefoot for a while if I'm not inside a 7-Eleven. Very true. Please don't do that. At the very least, I'll have a day that's slightly more interesting than average. Mm-hmm. And at the most, I'll have a startling epiphany or make a friend who will change my life forever. Mm. No pressure. All right. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review. We call those expanders. Yeah. Anna just got lost in her contemplation Words. of that. I, I was like, what's know. the word? We call those expanders. Yeah. 
So enjoy your week. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us a five-star review and we will talk to you soon. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.